Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I Am Podcast, where your voice matters. Today's guest is a bona fide superstar on and off the court. Ladies and gentlemen, Marissa Banfield. Hello, my name is Marissa Banfield. I'm currently a basketball player at Stephen F. Austin University, and I'm just going to kind of talk about my journey and my story from when I first started playing basketball to where I'm at right now. So it's kind of funny. I actually started as a dancer growing up. Me and my sister are both dancers until about eight years old. I was tired of dancing. I hated it. I would make up so many different excuses of why I did not want to go to practice. And so finally, my parents were just not having it, and they let me quit. And that was probably one of the most happiest days of my life, to be honest. And not long after that, I actually picked up a basketball. And just from then, that's when I fell in love with the game. Um, So, yeah, I started playing AAU right around the age of 10. And I never knew, like, how hard that level of basketball is because I was so used to playing just city leagues with my friends having fun and then when I was introduced to AAU I knew I actually had to put in extra time extra work to be a standout player and there was one day that I just I couldn't take it anymore I I wanted to quit basketball I didn't want to play anymore and I think it was just because I was you know burnt out And it's so crazy to be burnt out at such a young age. And my dad was like, nah, you can't be burnt out right now. You, you know, you have so much potential, so much talent. And and that's kind of like what goes on with a lot of young athletes nowadays. Um, they work so hard and they eventually just burn out and not want to play. They lose their love for the game. And so my dad had my AU coach come to the house and talk to me. And, you know, she talked about how good I was, how much potential I had, the work ethic, the willpower. And she said, I promise you, if you continue now, it will pay off when you're 20 years old playing in college. And here I am, 20 years old, still playing in college. I have a year left and it truly has paid off for me. Um, So what really kind of elevated my work ethic was working with Laquita Thompson. Um, she took me in when I was around 10, 11 years old. And you can ask her now, I did not say a word. I was the quietest kid in the gym, the quietest kid in the class. Um, I was super shy. My sister and I were both that way growing up. Um, I mean, we were always by our, by our parents wherever we went. Um, we we're just super shy kids. And being a point guard in basketball, I quickly had to come out of that shell. And Laquita definitely got me out of that shell. She pushed me so hard to work. She taught me how to have a voice. Um, and she just really inspired me to, you know, be myself and be myself in the game, which eventually just led to being myself in life. Um, and you can ask her now. She said she says she probably didn't hear me say a word until high school, which is true. I, I was super shy going, going into high school and working with her. Um, Working with Laquita, she introduced me to an AAU team called Sophia Young Elite. And that was a really fun time for me. I actually remember a moment when I did my first behind the back in the game. And I I remember doing that. I remember going up to my dad after the game. I was like, did you see that? I did a behind the back. (laughs) 
And then I just knew that, you know, hard work produces results. And if you keep working at something, you keep, uh, you know, practicing every day, you're going to see results in the near future. Um, So one struggle that I was faced with early was choosing where to play in high school. So middle school, growing up, I was so used to playing with the same friend group. And, you know, that's all I knew. And then high school, I knew that would be the time where I wanted to, you know, be seen by college coaches and get my name out there. And I kind of had to make make a decision. So I was zoned to a certain school. And my dad actually had a talk with the coach there and the athletic director in there. And, she, and he was like, so what are you going to do for my daughter to help her get seen at the next level? And, you know, he, he would tell them, you know, she's going to put in the work. She's going to um, do what it takes to, to showcase her talents and uh, be a team player. And they and they they were honest. They gave my dad the most honest answer and said, if she wants to play with her friends, stay at this school. If she wants to, you know, go play at the next level, go somewhere else. And so I was faced with the challenge of, you know, that a lot of young players are faced with now, making a decision of playing with your friends, having fun, or, you know, going somewhere else and potentially getting to the next level and working your way up. So I chose to go to Westbury Christian School, where I went all four years of high school. And, you know, that that was awesome. I loved playing basketball there. We had pretty successful seasons. Um, pretty heartbreaking seasons, too. So three out of my four years there, we went to the state championship and lost. And I tell you, it's crazy how we lost each year. So my sophomore year, we got blown out. We uh, we were not prepared to play that game. And, you know, I was an underclassman. Uh, that was my first time playing in a state championship. I don't I don't think I did what I needed to do to lead the team to a state championship. Um, but I came back ready next year and we had a, I had a successful junior year. That's when I earned my first offers, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And, um, so we ended up back in the state championship and we go into overtime. It's a crazy back and forth game the entire time we go into overtime. We have a couple of starters foul out. And so, uh, you know, I can remember everything our coach said in that last huddle. Um, what defense we're going to, what, and he would ask, you know, there was one point I remember he's asking us, he's like, what defense do y'all want to play in this? Cause you know, you know, that's what good coaches do. They trust your players and, um, they, they believe. And so he believed in us and he gave us the option. And we said, uh, we want to go to a two, three, because we didn't think we could guard their best player. So we ended up going to a two, three. And somehow their best player ends up with the ball. And about three seconds left, she jacks up a shot, backboards it in, and we lose the state championship. And man, I tell you, I was heartbroken. I was probably crying in the locker room for an hour after the game. And I said, man, I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, work my butt off for the next season. So next season comes around senior year and I'm like okay this is going to be my best season I'm already committed I can play you know just have fun and and go out there and get a state championship so we make it back to the state championship and we played up at McMurray University in Abilene and I can remember we played the same team that we lost to the previous year and so you know it it was going to be a battle no matter what we get up pretty big in the first quarter I think I hit three or four threes in the first quarter, have 14 points. 
and um, here, here we go. We're back in the fourth quarter, and it's a battle. We end up losing by six to the same team, and there that heartbreak was again. And so my whole high school uh, career left me in heartbreak. You know, because I, my dream was always to get a ring, get a ring, get a ring, no matter at what level it is. And so leaving into high school, going into college, I just knew I'm going to get a ring in college because I want it so bad. So that leads me to picking the right college. Um, I ended up choosing Stephen F. Austin State University, and I chose that school because I felt the coaches were more interested in me than any other college coach. Um, they always came to my games. They were always communicating with me. I had great visits. The people in Nacogdoches are wonderful, um, which I have great relationships with everybody, with a lot of people in Nacogdoches. So that's why I chose that school. Um, they had what I wanted to study. And at the time, I wanted to go into nursing, but I ended up changing my mind and going into sports business, which I think is a great fit for me because I still want to be around sports once I graduate. Um, but choosing the right college is a challenge, you know, because that's the next four years of your life. You got to find a school that you're going to fit in well with the team, with the coaches, the staff, the school. Do they have what you want to study? Um, the environment, the campus, you know, there's a lot of factors into going, choosing the right college. So I believe I chose the right fit. Um, I came in as a freshman, saw the court quite a bit. Um, I was a backup point guard, and, you know, I really learned from the upperclassmen, and I developed a role the next season as a sophomore as a starting point guard. Had a pretty good season. Um, in college, I've kind of battled with confidence issues. Um, I know I'm a good shooter. I know I'm a good point guard, but there will be times when I'll have off games, off days, and I've learned to battle back from those and, you know, take a hit and bounce back and have confidence the next game. So my junior year, which I just finished, I was also the starting point guard, and I actually broke a three-point record. I hit eight threes in a game, and, you know, that's pretty exciting and all, but it will never compare to, you know, winning a championship, and that's all that I've ever wanted, especially not winning one in high school, not yet winning one in college. You know, I have one more year to go get that ring, and, and I'm super, super excited about that. I think we have a great chance next year. Um, so when I just talk about my journey, you know, this is just a little summary of my journey. I like to compare it to, you know, my willpower. It's, you know, I heard this quote that said, willpower is like water. Nobody can stop it. You know, it'll go through mountains. It'll go through valleys. It, you know, it's a flowing river and nobody can stop it. And if you have that willpower, you cannot be stopped. So that's kind of what I've implemented into my life and my college career, my basketball career, is just to keep pushing and to uh, never end that fight because your hard work will eventually pay off. And I hope that's what I can inspire to young women and young players out there who face troubles that I did. And, you know, hopefully I can talk a little bit more about certain um, troubles that I faced in more episodes. Um but yeah, if you just keep working, you just put your head down and trust God and have faith that everything will work out, it will eventually work out. So that's kind of my journey. I'm a little over time here, but 
I want to thank you for listening, and I hope I can, you know, talk a little bit more about some some more of my journey to you guys. And so, thank you, and thank you, Luquita. Thanks for tuning in to the I Am Podcast, brought to you by Extreme Heat Sports and Fat Bars Records and Multimedia. We'll be back soon with another inspiring story from the voices of today. See you soon.